0: this is like 27 by 27 inches what is even 27 by 27 inches who makes 27 inch by 27 inch anything in this world, in America
1: I don't know, um, the Americans do apparently <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah apparently <laughs> Yeah, and those VHQ and, and like really, <laughs> <laughs> really con- silly, really Silicon Valley style with people sleeping in, in their office. Very surreal. Exactly,
1: exactly. The vo- whole nine yards. I mean, the whole startup Silicon Valley <laughs> kind of thing, you know? <laughs> and you spend,
0: you know, four or eight or 10 hours on the book, reading it or listening to it. And then you, you if you try to explain to someone else, Good luck. You get the same as Wikipedia, a, a two-minute definition, but it's it's not what you say. Like it it already changed you after those hours of reading. And then we'll we'll do the main topic, and then then maybe I'll I'll complain about your 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 misuse of quote marks.
1: All right, well, you are supposed to teach me, and <laughs> not complain. Do you want me start to start from the beginning or from 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 the recent times? Because
0: Yeah, I mean, you can start
1: from the beginning. So in the beginning... um, If if there's a story there, yeah. In in the beginning there was me and there were books, and we didn't really cross paths that often. (laughs) Let's talk about uh, seeing you again in Warsaw very soon.
0: Yeah, so it seems like this is a thing now, us being in the same city at the same time on different conferences.
1: Yeah, it's a repeating pattern, man.
0: Happened a year ago in March when we were both in London. Uh, I was on 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 um, on the Swift Summit, and you were on. What was it, it called? It
1: was uh, WordCamp, so the WordPress conference. Word WordCamp. WordCamp London. Right, the WordPress conference.
0: Uh, and now we're both coming to Warsaw at pretty much the same time again. And I'll be attending MCE and
1: you're doing what uh, element talks uh, it's a it's a conference for designers and i'll be speaking there and not be a sponsor actually
0: okay for designers yeah
1: for designers uh, of that but designers that design things not just designing nice icons like our vp of style Hubert, but like people that design things uh, design um, you know uh, things, also physical things, you know, uh, I don't know, chairs, um, clothes, um, right. different things, but like, like, like from different aspects of design, and um, especially I think that the, the accent is on freelance designers, so on freelancers who, who you know, um, mm. do lots of design you know, jobs for, for different companies. Interesting, interesting. And uh, my job there is to teach them about productivity and help them get more stuff done.
0: <laughs> yeah, and for the last like two weeks, I heard uh, on the scrum meeting every morning Hubert complaining about uh, his further iterations on some swag you'll be giving away or whatever on, on, on the conference.
1: Yeah, that's already done now, so he shouldn't be complaining anymore. Um, he will be complaining about different thing tomorrow, no, the day after, the day after the side <laughs> fight, he will be complaining about different thing. Uh, but um, but yeah, uh, we have some swag, and uh, it's gonna be actually a first for us, um. Okay, second for me, but first for the team to like have a proper stand, you know, proper like a place where people can can, can go to us, talk to us, mm. you know. So um, not only uh, will I uh, uh, be on Element Talks uh, on Sunday as a speaker, but we will also be throughout the whole conference um, as a, like a, as a sponsor, as a nosby stand that people can go to us, right. ask us questions, uh, show uh, see the demo of our application, um, ask us anything so um, you know everybody who's going to Warsaw for element talks you know say hi and you know uh, say hi to me yeah <laughs> and to our team.
0: So, so we keep saying us um, is there anyone else from the team uh, joining
1: you? Oh, yes uh, there will be uh, Natalia there will be Kuba uh, so Natalia is our she, she's our customer support girl and my uh, uh, interim assistant um, and Kuba mm-hmm. uh, our VP of social media and uh, Marcin our uh, marketing coordinator so uh, and delfina uh, uh, our uh, vp of support and the vp of affiliate uh, program so um, right so pretty much the whole marketing team yeah pretty much mhm uh, yeah hubert decided not to join because because he lives far away now the, the good thing is that you know these people all, all of them and, and, uh, only martin has is, and me we are coming from from the distance but the rest of the team uh, are more so so for them it's really easy to to be joining us
0: Oh, come on, Martin has a, a Pendolino train to, to Warsaw, that's not that bad. Exactly. I wouldn't complain about him.
1: And we will be all wearing our uh, blue uh, shirts, you know, with our numbers and with our names on the back and, you know, with our big Nozbe logo. so it'll be fun.
0: Mm. Yeah. So I, I just realized, and I don't mean to make it sound like, like a humble brag, but it's been the first time in a long while since I've been on a conference as an attendee and not as a speaker. So this is going to be... Um, Quite a different experience, also because just you know being on a a conference as a speaker is a very different experience.
1: Yeah, uh, but um, I don't know. uh, For me, whenever I went to a conference as as a as as an attendee, I learned a lot more. But then again, I didn't network that much. You know, so it's like a different uh, yeah thing. So why are you going there for the MC thing?
0: Well, um, the conference seems really good. Like everyone loves it. Uh, it's like MCE is like, you know, mobile um, development, uh, like development and design and, and, and product, you know, business of, of mobile applications. So it's it's relevant to me and relevant to, to my work, um, but also like, you know, anyone could make a conference that, that says that, but uh, there are many speakers and many people that I know that they are going to be there, and like everyone seems to love it, right? Like there aren't too many conferences, um, programming conferences in, in Poland uh, for which like everyone from everywhere would come in every year, right. and this seems to be one of those. And and many people that I haven't seen in a long time, but you know I met in in your you know London or or San Francisco back on WDC. Uh, two years ago, um, some of them are going to be there, nice. so this is going to be fun.
1: So, like a reunion kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I guess you could say that. <laughs> so, it's 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 uh, happening on Thursday and Friday, right?
0: Yeah, and and tomorrow um, on noon, um, I'm leaving home and I'll be going to Warsaw. Uh, probably going to be. Um, I mean, there is going to be like a a a pre party tomorrow and going to probably visit, um, meet up with some friends and then the proper conference is Thursday and Friday uh, which I think you're, you're coming on Thursday so we'll probably see each other then
1: Yeah, uh, I'm coming on Thursday morning uh, to or so and then and now the, the best part that we haven't mentioned yet uh, we are going to um, to, uh, how do you, what would you say um, relaunch not BHQ or something. <laughs> so, uh, so the the thing is that uh, we will stay in my apartment in Warsaw. That it's actually coincidentally um, empty now because we just had people moved out, and I'm uh, looking for new people uh, to move in. But in the meantime, it's empty. And for me, you know, after almost 6 years now uh, going back to my apartment it's going to be kind of surreal and then having you uh, the, the the first few days then uh, marching when he comes he will also stay there uh, so um, and uh, we also plan to do some maybe informal working on friday with the rest of the nosby team who lives in warsaw in this apartment so and, uh, and also on Monday, uh, a marketing team, team reunion also uh, in my apartment. So it's going to be, it, my apartment is going to be Nosby HQ for a few days.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nosby HQ and, and like really, <laughs> really con- silly, really Silicon Valley style with people sleeping in, in their office. Uh, very surreal. Exactly,
1: exactly. The f- whole nine yards. I mean, the whole startup Silicon Valley <laughs> kind of thing, you know? <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. This is great. This is great.
1: We'll have to just buy some proper pizza, you know. Like really like really, you know, trash the place. I mean just like the, the, the real, right. real silly
0: company <laughs> style. Wait, do you have like a, a ping pong table maybe? This this is this is a requirement. Oh no.
1: No, I have to figure this out. No, but I, we have a pool table, but not in in my apartment, but in the in the in the you know in the complex. So like maybe that counts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right main topic yep
0: so uh uh, we're going to talk about it for quite a while so uh let's do it um let's talk about books um and and i don't know uh, tell me like what's what's your um relationship with with books what have you been reading recently like um what's up
1: yeah i mean do you want me to start to start from the beginning or from 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 the recent times because yeah,
0: I mean, you can start from the beginning. So in
1: the beginning... Um, if, if there's a story there, yeah. In, in the beginning, there was me, and there were books, and we didn't really cross paths that, that often. <laughs>
0: that was... A still a better love story than Twilight.
1: Exactly. There was there was some... Um, like, I'm not that kind of guy. I mean, my wife is that kind of person that she likes to sit with a book, you know, on a on an armchair, quietly, have, mm. have her, you know, tea next to her and read the book. And this is so poetic and so great. And I love it, and she loves it. I mean, I love watching her doing it. But that's a, that's, a, that's it. But I'm biased; she's my wife. But in my case, I'm not the kind of person. I never enjoyed books. I I I, I knew that you know I knew reasonably that they, I should be reading them, um, and I was reading. I was trying to kind of read them. A few of them in high school and I managed to you know uh, uh, pass my exams with uh, almost flying colors uh, without reading that many books so like that's a good mm-hmm, achievement mm-hmm. right there uh, and I always struggled to read, to read books actually and um, only you know now as, as the Nozbe CEO I, and I, like, people have been you know telling me all this about the books and how it's important to read the books and, and I Realized, you know, realized very easily that I'm not really that smart, and that I should be smarter by reading some books, and um, and actually there was the one book which I started, you know, listening to at that time. I think I was on my trial at Audible, so again, uh, we're starting from the beginning. So I read like two books a year. I ordered, right. ordered five or six books from Amazon and they were staring at me, you know, and and, you know, and looking at me like, you know, something you know, non- untouchable. So um, I realized this is not sustainable. I have to figure something out. And then, then came the idea of audiobooks. Uh, I don't know. I think I read about it somewhere or something. So I got this trial of the first book for free, you know, on Amazon, um, mm-hmm. uh, on, 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 on Audible. And I, I got the book for free. I downloaded it and I started listening to it. And I don't know if it was the first book or one of the first books, it was a very, you know, a, a book that sounds doesn't sound really uh, very appealing. Uh, I think it was something about 10 differences between millionaires and middle class, something like this. Like I think, but it, was, it, it, it has really good reviews and it was a short book. So I thought, you know, it's a short book, good reviews, it's about millionaires. It it might be rubbish, so I'm <laughs> gonna just you know check it out, and I'm just gonna you know even if it's short, but it's rubbish, I'm just gonna stop listening to it. But right. it was a pretty good book, actually. Uh, it wasn't that uh, you know cheesy. Was it called Millionaire Next Door? No, that's another book. That's another thing. Mm. But it was ten differences between millionaires and middle class, something like that. It was about the mindset, okay. right? And one of the differences between millionaires and middle class was the fact that millionaires read books, and 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 I agree.
0: Very meta. Yeah,
1: really meta. I mean, the guy said, you know, in the book, he said, you know, why millionaires have big libraries? Because they read the freaking books. You know, they don't have the libraries, you know, to show off. They have the libraries to actually uh, read these books. And then I I thought, you know, hmm, hey, uh, maybe if I want to be successful, I should (laughs) be reading some books, right? Yeah. And and I think, you know, it's, it's funny when, you know, when I think about it, but really this sentence made so much impact on me, you know? This sentence in this cheesy book told me, you know, I should read my books. And I just kept, you know, doing the Audible thing, you know, every month, every new credit, new book. And then I realized with Audible, um, I'm listening to books, you know, I'm doing more than twi- two books a year. So um, that was the beginning.
0: Right. Um, it's interesting how close this is to, to my experiences because I'm, I'm saying I've I, I've never been good at, at reading books like you know from paper it just like I don't know why it just um, it wasn't instantly um, naturally appealing to me I always found it um, very tiring and, and and hard to focus really um and and I think school had a had a big impact oh yeah a negative impact on my on my book reading because in school you have to read a bunch of um, really old, really boring fiction um, yep. for for the for the um, literature class. and I had no interest in that. Uh, I didn't care. i I read some of those in in primary school and then in middle and high school, I read approximately zero uh, of those and just like, you know, barely managed to to survive there but i just like such a waste of time right i i don't i don't care about that uh, i don't care about reading fiction because uh, it's 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 not for me right like i the real world is 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 too interesting to read about to read fiction and and for entertainment i like they are better better for me um media of entertainment right exactly but but still even though there there are so many books from which I could learn new stuff, stuff about the world, stuff about whatever that's interesting. Um, You know, I appreciated that in theory, but still uh, I had a hard time for, for a very long time to actually read more than, as you say, two or, or four uh, books a year. Uh, It's just like very hard to, to get to reading one and, and then, you know, fairly hard to, to get through uh, books usually. Um, and then, um, I've been reading more and more over the years, but, but still no more than, than maybe, you know, eight, six, eight books a year. Uh, and then I discovered some, a year ago, um, Audible. I mean, I, I didn't discover it. I, I knew about it, but I just never thought about it. You know, I, I never, it never really crossed my mind that this is a real viable thing I could and should be doing. Uh, but at, just at some point i realized that hey i should probably try audible and like i know that you love it so i signed up and and the effect was pretty remarkable because uh last year after signing up uh, i read some i don't remember now but something like between 15 and, and 19 books i think yeah uh, which is a lot uh for me and, and that really reaffirmed my my belief that i should Read more because I just saw how much I got out of it, how much, how many insights I got out of it, how much knowledge I gained, right? How much, in uh, it made me smarter, really, right?
1: Yeah, and um, the the like somebody somebody wrote somewhere that when you re- when you read a book, I mean when. You, the the audible uh, when you you know listen to a book what happens is that you get twice I mean it's like you live double life because you can do something else while you're uh, reading the book so like in my case uh, it, it it for example helped me uh, with my sport habit to go out and and run because I knew that if I go uh, if I go to 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 have a run I'm going to listen to a book so I'm gonna to right. really it's it's gonna be my my actually reading time. You know, so in this way, right. um, my body gets something, my mind gets something, and it's going to be awesome. So, like, and all at, at the same time. Yeah, exactly.
0: And <laughs> and again, same experience here. Uh, I, I just saw this, this amazing sort of positive cycle that um, because I wanted to listen to my books, I would get out for a walk or for a run or for a bike ride or. More recently go to the gym uh, and vice versa right uh, exactly because i wanted to go for a walk or for a run i also got to read the book so both things um propelled each other and and instead sort of uh, both uh, work very well together right because i read more i'm more physically active and because i'm more physically active. I read more, <laughs> yeah. And so, and so again, for for all the talk about how um, how how terrible and inefficient multitasking is, this is a, a a sort of multitasking that that does work because it's like completely different, like brain channels. Like you don't need to you don't need focus to run. Like your your your, your body has a a, a routine hard coded for running, right? So you can run and listen to a book and and really get both done
1: yeah unless you have like you know a, a strict you know um training thing and you want to just train for some kind of race or whatever but uh, but but usually i mean us you know amateurs we run <laughs> to to get some endorphins and to, to you know to, to change the um, you know to be just fit so for us it's just perfect it's just it's just perfect yeah and,
0: and speaking of, of of fit um if i i didn't learn about audiobooks if I didn't get into habit of reading quite um, regularly, um, and like let's face it, fifteen books a year is not really much, but it's 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 way more than than an average person, right? Exactly. But if I if I didn't already do that, if I only read you know four books a year, then it's it's very unlikely that I would stumble across and pick and read Why We Get Fat, which is a book that really helped me. Stop it being fat right exactly and so this is amazing because uh like this this is like a, a real world very tangible benefit uh from the investment of of reading books right that's that just that's very obvious uh for me, and there are a lot of benefits that that are less tangible, but i I just know like wow i I got something out of it right.
1: Yeah, and um, for me, for example, additional benefit uh, for for that was not um, not just you know being fit and and, and running and everything, but also um, I'm a slow reader. I um, I have learned how to touch type, right, and I I know how much I mean how many benefits I get from being able to touch to, to touch type and to type really fast. Uh, and I'm still not a very fast typist, but still, you know, um, thanks to touch typing, I write, you know, three times faster than I used to. Um, but I never got around to actually learning um, speed reading, you know, and I just read as I read, you know, as I as they taught me in school, which is not really fast. And it was for a person who's fast, like me, you know, in speaking, I hope you realize that listening to this podcast, um, uh-huh. I... I was frustrated, actually, that I couldn't read faster the books, you know? I was, like, w- with a physical book, I would read really slowly. And now, with Audible, with audiobooks, I put them, you know, at twice the speed, and I'm fine. And I'm listening fast. Wait, you listen to Audible at 2x? Uh, depending on the book, depending on the narrator, it's between 1.5x and 2x, yes.
0: Wow, that's pretty crazy. I, I-, I generally listen at 1x, sometimes at one25 but definitely not two.
1: You should try it, because at first it sounds really bad, but really, you, I mean, at least this is my experience, uh, I get used to it very quickly, and then when I slow down, I'm like, ooh, that's very bad. So really quickly I get used to the speeds, and, and I have several narrators who are, for me, the default is 2x, twi- is, is two, two but for some uh, I need to go to 1.5x, because they do already a, a good job reading pretty fast.
0: Well, I don't know. Uh, you might be right, uh, but I'm kind of skeptical about it. I I, I feel like, uh, like I I read something about um, about speed reading uh, that it's it's like like yeah, you're faster, but but this is at a a significant expense at actually at actually comprehension, right?
1: Well, I th- I heard the uh, the opposite. I heard that that the speed readers actually have better comprehension than 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 we slow readers. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I kind of doubt that. Um, do you subvocalize? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting.
1: Do you? No. I I don't know any other way.
0: Yeah, I I, I know that some people are like that. It just, but you know I I learned about it because CGP Gray talked about this on some podcast of his. I like before I didn't realize people do that, uh, but yeah, I, I mean if you subvocalize. Um, th- that explains why why you're, you're, you're a slow reader um, because it, it's it's hard to to uh, I mean <laughs> you're a fast talker so you're probably a fast subvocalizer <laughs> still still <laughs> but it's still yeah it's still not as fast as as, as just reading yeah. uh, you know without subvocalization
1: and another benefit of of audiobooks uh, is the fact that very often which is sometimes good sometimes sometimes bad depending but uh, mm. usually good. Is that uh, very often authors themselves read the books, and yeah, yeah. when they are good narrators and they are the authors, they I, you can feel that they uh, understand the matter better, and that they are yeah. like um, more um, they are more uh, into this, and 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 the book just sounds sounds more authentic, and. I feel mm. so privileged, you know, the author himself is reading to me, <laughs> you know. It's, I don't know, it's, I like so, it.
0: Softly whispering to your ears.
1: Yeah, but it's, but it, but it's great, you know. It's, it's, um, it's, for me, it's an added benefit. Yeah, it
0: really depends. I, I, I really enjoyed uh, listening to, say, Malcolm Gladwell's books, narrated by himself, but uh, I don't know. One book I read recently uh, was Good to Great, um, I think the author's name is Jim Collins, yeah. and he narrated it. And I don't know, um, you know, like he he was very enthusiastic because like he he understood the book, so so that helped. But uh, I just didn't think he was a very great narrator, so I would, pref- I would probably enjoy the book more if it was narrated by someone else.
1: Yeah, uh, like. Yeah, the, the the other the other um, also a situation is when the narrator is not native speaker. Like for example, I would be a, a, a mm-hmm. very bad narrator yeah. of my own book, uh, so I, I would really <laughs> totally recommend hiring a narrator for my book, right? So I, so people who are not natives, um, some, they sometimes they are still yeah, trying yeah. to be narrators, and it's great, it's authentic. But on the other hand, it's a little bit um you know, suppose supposed the, the 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 thing. But usually, you know, for example, Seth Godin is a fantastic narrator. I really love listening to his books
0: yeah i I haven't listened to any of his books, but've I've heard him you know speaking on on like conferences or whatever and 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 he like I I would definitely love to listen to a Seth Godin's book narrated by Seth Godin. that would definitely be very enjoyable.
1: Yeah, for example, the Lynchpin Lynchpin is fantastically done by him, it's a, it's a great book and he's reading it, so it's really cool.
0: Yeah, I, I have to reread that sometime. I, I just I loved it so much.
1: Well, anyway, um,
0: so I have an update um, as for my my goal for this year, because, um, you know, seeing how much, how valuable reading uh, is to me and, and how hard um, it's always been to me, for me to, to read a lot and how much Audible helped, uh, I decided um, in January that this year I'll read somewhere between 26 and 30 books um, which is a fairly big number but it's actually not that Im- impressive because it, it translates to 14 or 12 days per book which is you know it it's, it's, it's a fairly good it's a fairly good chunk of time uh, for a book so anyway, I've not been doing good in March because I've been reading this book um, called Your Brain at Work and It's been an enjoyable book, uh, but a difficult book. Uh, A book that really required me to to have really a lot of focus into the book to actually get a lot out of it. And Uh it's a kind of book you have to sort of study. Like if I just went through it, it would be interesting, but I wouldn't remember and get out of it much. There are just too many separate ideas. And so... I had to really stop every after every chapter to take notes. Which is not something I do with every book. Um, and certainly not like that. But with this book, I really had to to get a lot out of it. Uh, but this meant... Plus also uh, travel. Did, this isn't, didn't help with listening with a lot of focus. So it, it took me a month to get through this book. Uh, which is not good. Um, but thankfully, uh, after that, I... I just picked two books which were fairly short and fairly easy to to go through. And just yesterday, um, sort of separate from my normal books, I, I finished one this one programming book um, called Functional Programming in Swift, which brings the total of books I started and finished this year to nine. Nice. And with 256 days left in the year and 17 books, I have 15 days per book throughout the rest of the year, which is ahead of schedule. Right. And for the goal of 30 books, I have 13.5 days per book, uh, which is also great. Nice.
1: So really good. Yeah. Yeah. On my end, I'm not that you know uh, particular right now about my goal of reading books. I uh, I keep reading them, and as I mentioned in previous shows, I I uh, usually listen to books when I'm running and listen to podcasts mm-hmm. when I'm on my bike. So, um, ah. uh, so, uh, yeah, so, um, with, uh, with my books, I'm, you know, I'm just, I just keep moving with 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 them, and what was surprising, of course, if there is a really good book, I'm just glued to it like crazy, so like, yeah, they recently, you know, mentioned Martian was just fantastic, and yeah, I, it's, I, I it's been a pleasure listening to it, and uh, I actually would want to do it again, <laughs> it was so good, and, um, I'm actually going to buy the freaking movie and watch it again because now, after reading the book, I want to see the movie again. Um, yeah. So, um, so that, uh, and um, uh, yeah. And so for me, I don't have any big target here, but uh, I keep keep reading and and w- so what happened? So continuing my story, what happened after a few months of um, of having one credit uh, of Audible? per month, I decided, you know, it wasn't enough, you know, one per month, you know, what what is this? So I started, mm-hmm. you know, getting more credits, you know, like there was an offer of you to buy five credits for like some less or something like that.
0: So I started. Yeah, with- it's, it's, uh, it's pretty ridiculous because I always keep seeing this special offer buy free credits and you can buy them for like 33 or 35 bucks, which is, which is good, right? Yeah. But then like every time it's like special limited um, time offer. But every time I get to like one credit, it shows up. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a lie. Yeah. But it's a great lie. I I love this lie. It's a it's a marketing you know thing. So but what happened was that was that. And then I when I when I gained momentum, I just you know right now I'm just buying this um this you know premium whatever thing for a year upfront. So I'm paying Mm -hmm. for 30 credits for a year. Wow, and um, and because I'm sharing my Audible library with with my wife, um, she doesn't listen all that much uh, to only a few books and fiction usually. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So, but but with that, I'm fine. You know, I'm I'm so I'm easily listening to 20 books a year. I think I think I get to almost 30 with my wife's help. You know, no problem. We always. I I mean for the last three years I've always reached the point that before renewing my subscription I was I was already almost out of credits so um so that's right. that's basically my you know my target so um really easy really easy and uh yeah really that I, I really like their business model because it it works it works for me
0: yeah so twenty to thirty books a year that's 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 really great that's that's really good especially that uh you've been uh doing it for quite a while I think right yeah how how, yeah. how many years are you on, on Audible?
1: I don't know, four,
0: right? That's a lot of books in, in total. Uh, right? I, I have a lot of books to catch up with. Right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're a li- younger man, so just don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, I know,
0: and uh, I'm not, I'm not worried, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's like there, there, there are a lot of low-hanging fruit in my book reading. You know, books that a lot of people know and and that are obviously great. Uh, but I just never got to them, right? Uh, <laughs> so there's that.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, and uh, so one of the examples, for example, exa- again going back to our um, going back to our story, was the fact that I bought on, Audible, on 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 Amazon, one of the first books, physical books I bought was "Famous Crossing the Chas- Crossing the Chasm" by mm-hmm. Jeffrey uh, Moore, uh, and because uh, everybody praised this book, it's so important, you know, it's so important, you have to get the book. And I got got, got the book and I took it with me on every trip that I went to, deciding (laughs) on this trip, I'm going to finish this book on this trip. This is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. I'm going to have time. I'm going to be on vacation. I'm going to have time and read this freaking book. And I think I I, I arrived. I mean, I think I reached like the page 30 or something like that, you know, so really uh, not really great. And then I just bought the audio version, I just listened to it and it was fine. You know, <laughs> I just I just gave up on reading the physical book at all.
0: <laughs> you know, before I, I had my iPad I would take a book or, or two, um, pretty much on every trip also, thinking, you know, maybe if it's boring or whatever, uh, I'll just have spare time, I'll, I'll read some. And I can't recall a single time that I would actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, it, it's with Audible, it's amazing because the, the, the barrier is so low. And, and also, I, I love their, their business model also because you, you get a book every month. And, and like, what? You're not going to use it. Like, you have a book every month. So you're just going to read at least a book a month. And yeah. that's not enough for me either. Uh, but hey, that's still 12 books a year, which is already, I'm sure, uh, way. Um, way above average. Like, how much an average person reads? Not a lot, and nope. especially
1: not nonfiction, right? I mean, just think about it, I was reading two books a year, so like it's already six times better, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're no average person, man. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just right now scrolling through my Audible, and, 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 and you're right, I've read lots of books. I mean, I'm right now realizing that like, they're just scrolling down and scrolling down. Do you have a counter? A counter? I don't th- I don't see a counter here. I would have to just see, but it's just... It's a long list, I don't know. Wait a second. Wait, I'm, I'm looking at my library. No, there's no counter here.
0: Uh, at the top library, in parentheses, there, there's a number. How many do you have there? 26. Nice. So what I realized is that reading lots of books is great, not just because you get to read a lot of individual books, but because the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Uh, I just noticed how... Oftentimes, books kind of relate to each other. Like sometimes they expand on the same topic, and sometimes they're contradictory. But you wouldn't know there's a contradiction until you read both, right? You wouldn't see nuance yeah. until if you only read one, right? And so, I I saw it um a number of times. Um, for example, I uh. I don't think I mentioned it before, but I read this book called The Healthy Programmer, which talked about fitness, nutrition, diet, etc. Mm-hmm. And it said a thing about nutrition that is contra- contradictory, uh, just the exact opposite of what I learned from uh, why we get fat. Okay. And and this is this is great because this is where like this is frustrating, but this is also where a lot of learning happens. Because on one hand, if I didn't read read both, if I w- wasn't compelled by both, I I wouldn't see that there might be a controversy there, right? I I, I, I wouldn't be able to um to question why we get fat um I, if. If I didn't already read something that I I thought was um, compelling and and well researched, yeah, right before, that said a, a different thing. And it, and it, on the other hand, like I, I wouldn't question what I read in Healthy Programmer if I didn't then read this other book, right? Or like um, like it was interesting. I'm I'm reading this this book called uh, Zero to One, yeah, uh, by by Peter Thiel, right and. And there was this, there was a mention of, of a thing, um, like essentially, um, like it wasn't the main topic, but, but, um, but the author challenged, uh, some ideas from Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, which is a book I really enjoyed Yeah, and challenged, um, ideas from Lean Startup, which is a book that, you know, I'm I'm not crazy about, but I I read before. And again, this is interesting because um, it could be that one or the other is right and having the arguments of both lets me um, decide mm-hmm. uh, which side I, I, I believe more or which side uh, seems right or makes a more compelling argument or it could be that one side is partly right or that there is some nuance that that I wouldn't get out of outliers if... Uh, zero to One wouldn't point out um, some ambiguity, right? Or if I didn't read Outliers, I would just, you know, read Zero to One and see, oh, Outliers is a book I won't read because the author says it's it's no good, right? Right. And because I read Outliers, I can see no, no, no. I, I don't think you're getting it, Peter Thiel. I think you might be partially right, but there there's nuance there, right? Exactly. But I only I, I only gained this nuance because I read both books. Because I, I read a lot of more a lot more books than before.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is also that I mean I'm sure you've noticed that as well, that in a number of books they quote the same stories like the same examples yeah so so like first of all then these stories just are you know embedded in your brain now (laughs) like after the the, all all these books this is the first thing but second thing they build up on each other so not only like as you say the nuance and thing but also they build up on each other and and they Mm. they like they get a different kind of um take yeah thing from the from the same story and what happens is that also um like I can see that, you know, that your brain sometimes, I mean you, uh, sometimes your mind is, is not always ready for an advice, for a piece of advice mm. but once mm-hmm. you read one book and then the second and then the third, then suddenly something that was already mentioned in the first book comes to, you know, like starts making sense and becomes, you know, the the, the, the thing that you learned after only only reading the third one, you know and, and um, it, it takes time yeah. because your mind wasn't ready, wasn't prepared you know, for this kind of, you know, conclusions, you know
0: I, I totally see that in myself. And I remember this post by uh, Jason Fried. Uh, we'll link to it. Uh, and uh, there's an insight from, I think, Clay Christensen when, when, where he said something like, questions are like receptors in your brain uh, to which answers fit. Yeah. The idea being, if you don't ask questions, uh, the answers have nowhere to go. So they just bounce off your, your brain and disappear, right? right. You, you can't try to tell someone something teach them give them advice if they weren't asking for an answer if they never asked the question if they never had a problem looking for a solution right and like it, it doesn't mean that you should never give someone advice when when you know that they need it but but the reality of it is that if if you're not prepared uh to get an answer then you might not notice that it's there yeah (laughs) you you didn't know that you need it right and so i i i totally see it in myself all the time that i as you said i I hear the same story another time uh, but maybe only on on the third time i get it or maybe on the third time it comes at just the right place uh in my life where i have the context where i see where this is an idea that that fits uh, in my brain, right?
1: Yeah, and that's why, for example, um, like people say uh, sometimes, um, I heard that several times, they would say, you know, don't watch the same movie twice. I mean, like, why would you do that? You know, uh, just do something else. I mean, mean, don't be boring, right? But on the other hand, I like getting back to books that I really enjoyed a few years ago because um, just like with the, you know with the essentialism, you know, I read it uh, once and then after a year I read it again and I got more more of more out of it because I was more ready, you know, for the advice mm-hmm. that was there. So, uh, one of the things that you know having this big library right now of Audible is this is the thing that sometimes I'm just out of entertainment, but also out of the the idea that I've grown you know, since the last time I, I read this book, I want to read it right. again. I want to see if I don't get something else, you know, out of it. And very right. often I do. That
0: you didn't notice before.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And very often I do. And it, this is really, uh, this is also an amazing thing.
0: Yeah, I, I, I rarely get that with movies, but I, <laughs> though there are very few books that I read more than once, I, c- I can totally see uh, what you mean. If you r- r- read a thing a few years later when you're, you're much. You know, smarter this much. You know, wealthier in knowledge after all these other books, um, you'll get something else out of it or nothing at all. Like I remember when I tried to reread, uh, rework. Yeah. Uh, after after some time, I was like almost bored by it <laughs> because everything from the book seemed obvious. Right. But it doesn't mean that the book is is bad. It's like the book was amazing. For me, because it came in the right place, right time in my life when I needed it. Exactly. And I learned so much from it. I it it um, pushed me in a different direction. I I gained so much out of it that now all it then tried and succeeded in 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 convincing me of <laughs> seems obvious.
1: Yeah. Now you're like yeah, same old, same old. I know this stuff.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> duh. Duh, exactly. Right, and, and another thing that that i i notice with myself and and with others is that you can try to explain an idea or have read of an idea somewhere but it's not the same as actually reading a book on on the same idea yeah Mm -hmm. right like there are things that you can kind of explain in two minutes but you won't really get it in two minutes. You won't remember it. You it won't influence you. It won't change you if you read a definition of an idea on Wikipedia or something. Yeah. Right? But mm-hmm. then you, you read a book which explores this idea in, in many directions and gives you stories and gives you arguments. Why it gives context. Con- gives you context. And you spend you know four or eight or ten hours on the book reading it or listening to it. And then you, if you try to explain it to someone else, You get the same as Wikipedia—a a, two-minute definition. But it's—it's it's not what you say. Like it—it it already changed you after those hours of reading, right? Because you, you get the whole package. You get the context uh, that that just missing, right? From a simple definition. And, and I know, like one example is—I uh, remember trying and, and failing to explain some some um, so, some ideas that, that were relevant um, things that I, I learned um, and, and internalized from the power of habit uh, to my mom. and and she she wouldn't get it. like she would understand, but it would not be the same. Like I can explain an idea that's like important here. Yeah, but she doesn't have the same context. Yeah, and then uh, through uh, an accident of sorts, she actually read the book, and then she told me like, "Oh, like remember that conversation that we had? <laughs> now I get it." Yeah, now I get because it. it's not the same after you actually read the book, right?
1: Yeah, that's so that's so true. Um, so I had a period when I was—I have to admit that I had a period when I was reading some fiction. So that was a that was mm-hmm. a point in my life. Um, it, it, I, I really enjoyed the fantasy for some reason. Um, so I huh. I like the tol- Tolkien I, and uh, my, that's not
0: something I would have thought of you.
1: Yeah, and for example uh, Terry Pratchett. I really loved these books uh, by Terry Pratchett. So and for example he was this, this kind of author, um, short, very nice book. Uh, I, I, I don't about um, about uh, yeah well fantasy. Well, uh, uh, but the best part was that. <laughs> He was so funny, he was so freaking mm-hmm. funny in his books. But again, just, just what you said—that's why I had this—I have this connection here. You couldn't explain his jokes to anyone because if you would just say the joke, people would like, "Yeah, really, not really funny." But when you read the whole context of the book, you know the whole story, then this joke, you know, becomes part of something bigger. Then it makes it like right. ten times, you know, funnier. You know?
0: Yeah, there's a word for it. It's called a meme. <laughs> yeah exactly like like this is this is pop culture like it has nothing to do with books like when you when you uh watch movies when you right listen to music when, when you get this context or where you see a pattern of of uh of funny images on the internet that that's a meme like you have to get it to, to, to get it Yeah, like to get you, it. you can't explain it. it won't be funny if you try to explain it right
1: exactly yeah
0: so what what else on the topic? Oh, I know what I wanted to uh, to add. Uh, like before we started, you mentioned a a story about um, someone who didn't really realize that um, that audiobooks are a viable thing, right? Right. And and one argument that uh, that you said that. I think a lot of like that i i heard from many people is that like i don't know like it's hard to focus on listening to a book like i want to get so much out of it and like first of all again um you have to fit audiobooks in a right context okay like yeah you can't be working and listening to a book it's just does not work I mean you, you can you can pretend you can multitask but no you can't multitask uh, trust me but you can uh, you can go for a walk you can go for a run you can exercise you can w- walk or do shopping you can w- wash the dishes or do the laundry you can do a lot of things uh, that that are um, where you do something physically uh, but that's embedded in your brain that you don't have to think about and listen to a book. Right? you can do that, that works uh, second of all, I, I do notice that at the beginning it was harder uh, I, I did have to learn to, to be focused on a book with time it just became easier to suppress um, internal distractions that would just pop up and like I couldn't focus um, and, and the third thing, um, audiobooks are great because they they don't just replace paper or ebooks, but they, they fit in places where you wouldn't otherwise read a book at all. So if the question is, do I read, you know, zero or four books a year versus 20 or 30 or 12, you know, 90%, even if you miss out, you know, 5 or 10%, uh, from the book because you listen to it instead of read it, ninety percent of of something of a lot is still much better than hundred percent of nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean the the late Zig Ziglar, you know, a very motivational speaker and author of many books and some of them I read also on Audible. He said uh, that uh, like that people who commute, it's not us, but you know there are people who commute actually. <laughs> so people who commute should make their uh, uh, car. A university on wheels, you know, listening to <laughs> audio audiobooks while they drive, because driving is a is a you know it's, it's it's a second nature. You don't really have to focus on driving. You can drive and listen to something, and this is this perfect situation that you mentioned, that you would not normally be, be reading anything because you have to f- see the road. Actually, you have to look at the road. You don't have to be focused on the road, but you have to just look at the road, and so you can't be looking at the book, reading the book, because then you will you know die. <laughs> so. Um, so that's the thing, and he he said it you know, uh, years ago, that people should be doing that. People who commute, they should make it. Um, and this was a perfect argument for my wife. My wife was also very skeptical of audiobooks. When I, mean, I told her my story, you know, baby, I read you know 30 books this year, I'm so happy. It was my first year of reading the books, and I was so enthusiastic just like you <laughs> now. And I was like, yeah, this is the best. My wife was like, really? Doesn't make any sense. I'm like, for you, I, you spent an hour it, like you spend an hour a day in your car like my my wife commutes half an hour and half an hour back i mean an hour a day mm-hmm. so like in a, in a week and a half she has the whole book done you know so i told her you know 8 hour book seriously it's you know 8 days and you're done and and this is at, at 1x speed huh so yeah. So I told her that, and she was like, "Ah, we'll see." And this is when when, when I installed Audible on her iPhone. This is allowed, by the way, to have uh, I think up to two or three devices uh, like this. So I, I really? good I, to know. Yes. Uh, so um, so I installed the Audible on her uh, device, and I, I got her a book that she wanted to read, and suddenly she was like. Whoa, this is great. This works perfectly. And now she, you know, she she doesn't read all that much on Audible. She stu- still likes, you know, her, you know, romantic way of reading, you know, Kindle books and stuff. Um <laughs> but uh, traditional way of reading on, on the ebook. Exactly. Traditional way. <laughs> yeah. you know, the old school way on the Kindle. Yeah. <laughs> right. <Very. laughs> so she likes the old school there. Um and, and 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 that was the thing you know she she converted to audible uh very very quickly and now um uh, she she reads every day uh she like she she drives so um, it's 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 fantastic and it's um and now uh, I'm, I'm saying that she doesn't read. Uh, I mean, listen that much to, to books because I also right now uh, mixed uh, mixed in some podcasts, uh, you know, to to her mix. So <laughs> I installed you know Overcast on her iPhone and showed her some good podcasts, and now she starts listening to the podcast as well. So um, uh, she really you know discovered this world. Although she was like laughing at me, you know, in the in the very beginning, you know, but uh, now she appreciates appreciates it.